Ladies and gents, it's me, Alex Coons, back here at Hot Tongue Pizza, your host of Pie to Pie. We've gone international once again, and I am so excited to have our first Canadian guest, Damien from Jackknife Brewery. I don't know if you guys know this, but my mother was Canadian. I said was because she had to denounce her citizenship. That's what they make you do here in America. They make you denounce your citizenship to your 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 home nation. Now, if that's not a problem, I don't know what is. I love Canadians. I am Canadian in a way. And apparently the population of Canada is smaller than the population of California. And we touch on that. Damien has been an entrepreneur since day one. Dude was making studded belts and started his first business at 12 years old. The man likes to work. He was bred for the restaurant industry and sounds like he's a machine. We talk about how hard it can be after working so hard for so long to take a step back. I think having kids, starting a family, sometimes those things help us take a step back in the right direction, you know? Putting your best foot backwards is sometimes something that should be said and taking some time for yourself and for the people around you and and we touch on that. We talk about throwing metal shows in the dungeon. They have one of the best taglines I've ever heard. It's slay a slice and murder a beer. Okay, I can get behind that saying. We had a great conversation. We talk about Trailer Park Boys. Man, We what didn't we talk about? Damien came down here with his family for a trip to Disneyland. He reached out to us. He reached out to us prior to his visit and we made it happen. We made the time, he made the time. And so this is a reminder that if you are coming down from Canada and you're on vacation and you're in Los Angeles, you wanna come to Hot Tongue, eat some free pizza, talk about pizza, I'm your guy. Let's make it happen. You don't also have to be from Canada, but it is definitely preferable. You can be from the United States, whatever. It's okay. The UK, Mexico, South America, we're worldwide, baby. Let's go worldwide. Anyways, hit us up, pie2pie.com or reach out on Instagram. We're going to make it happen. It's going to be awesome. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to all of you. I want to talk to everyone. We talked about the heavy metal inspired brewery, Jackknife, which looks incredible. The bathrooms are just covered in heavy metal magazine uh, cutouts. They call it the dungeon and it, it looks like a badass dungeon. The pizza looks incredible. We talked about competition, moving in across the street, and just like a gent that he is, I believe his response was there's room for everyone, and that is a beautiful thing. And I know you're gonna enjoy it because you're listening to this podcast, and every conversation is gonna be a great one. All gonna be different. We appreciate you. Make sure you like and subscribe on the YouTubes. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Pods. Write us a little review. Hey, I like this pod or wow, this guy just blew my mind. Or hit us with five stars on Spotify. We really appreciate it. Helps the pod out. I'm going to stop talking now and get to this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Also, I checked out Soft Kill, which is a band we talked about on this pod, and it is wonderful. Everyone should go check out Soft Kill, and after you check them out, listen to the Rascal Flats cover of Life is a Highway. The guitar solo itself is mind frying, and it is so much better than the original. It is gonna make you wanna get out of bed and get going. And that's what this podcast is about, Rascal Flats. Soft Kill, Jackknife Brewery. Let's go. Was it a full build-out? Yeah, we we got it. It was an automotive uh, automotive shop, uh, and f- 
or after that, it was like a, uh, like a company that made a scent to cover up the smell of grow ops. It's okay. just called Claroma. And so like the entire place smelled like Satsuma, like that bathroom spray. Yeah. It was gnarly. We had to like scour the floors, take all the walls down. It's like the worst smell after you take a shit and like somebody sprays some Satsuma spray. Yeah. And it was that for, you know, four or five months while we were building out. It took it uh, 14 months to build out though. 14 months? Yeah. And, and, and that's for the brewery and the kitchen? Everything. New roof, the works. How much did it cost? Too much, probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Was, like uh, the brewery itself would be like around 300,000. So I think we probably came in around 500 grand. Yeah. Which is not bad. That's a big Including space. Including a brewery. Yeah. It's, it's a big it's, space. Uh, it's 3,000 square feet plus our patio. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. One sec. I'm making dough dur- during this podcast. So I'm going to go f- fold the dough. Sometimes you got I'll, it. I'll Stretch and folds. All right. I turned off the timers. So no more stretch and folds, no more interruptions. Stretch and folds are nice. They are. What's, uh, you want to tell me a little bit about your dough process? Uh, she is a 69% hydration dough. Okay. Uh, pretty standard. I kind of make uh, baguette style dough. Mm-hmm. And then uh, stretch and folds, obviously, that kind of stuff. Do you use a poolish? I do sometimes. You know, it's, uh, our, our restaurant gets really, really hot in the summertime. And so the pre-ferments get a little out of control. Yeah, I bet. And so uh, commercial yeast is as uh, easy to keep temperature-wise. Yeah. Do you ever get like any like kind of weird yeasts in the air with the amount of like beer and you know and like I haven't noticed it in the hops and the, the brewer he uh, went to Norway this year to harvest wild yeast. I saw in, that in barns and stuff. It's gnarly. Brought back thirteen new strains. Gonna be wild. How many beers on tap? Uh, at all times, about 14, 14, 16. The, yeah, I saw, I was looking at the Instagram. It looked like they were in Yakima, Washington. They were hop I know, fest. I know a little bit about Yakima, but that's nice usually, spot. well, I don't know. Tamales, they're great. A lot of meth. A lot it of happens. meth out there <laughs> in Yakima, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not here to judge. I, yeah, no one's judging. No one's judging. I, I, uh, I grew up in, like right outside of Seattle. Where? Renton? Bellevue? Bro, no. I'm talking like North Seattle. Oh, the good spots. The I'm talking like by the Northgate Mall. You know what I'm saying? Now we're talking. How did you get into pizza? Uh, when I was 13, I started working at a, a Canadian chain called Earl's. Okay. And they had uh, wood-fired ovens and said they had pizza. And that's where they kind of started every kid. And so I was working wood-fired ovens right off the hop. They just put you in. Just put you in. Put me in, coach. And you were 10 years old? 13. Yeah. What the? What's the labor laws over there in Canada? My uh, next door neighbor was the chef. They were hooped, so he was just kind of like, we'll pay you under your brother until you're 14, and then, because my brother also worked there. Damn. Yeah. And he was 14? No, he w- he's four years older. Okay. Yeah. So they just put you under his social security or something? Yeah. Whatever they have yeah. over there? Uh, sin numbers, yeah. Sin numbers? Damn. And this is a chain? This is a chain, yeah. Back then, not as big as a chain as they are now. I think we could be talking class action lawsuits. I mean, I don't know. The uh, the girlfriend's uncle is still the general manager. I say we take him down and get that oven money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that could be it. I actually did buy new ovens. I have them. They're in storage. You bought new ovens? Yeah, to replace the ones that I've had. Since what, are you, what are you running right now? I got some Garland G48Ps. 
from the early 90s. Ooh. Well-worn. Yeah. They came out of uh, Montreal, Canada. Shipped the, across the country. Is that the Maple Leafs? That is the Canadians. The Canadians. Yeah. The Habs. Very excited to have a Canadian finally on the podcast. I mean, this, is it, a, this is a big, big deal for me. The inaugural. Yeah. yeah. The first. Does it smell like maple syrup in here? Uh, yes. And all I hear is Justin Bieber in my ear. Baby, baby, the, ooh. The greats. <laughs> Justin Bieber, Mac DeMarco, Drake. Some of my favorites. Nickelback. Holy shit. Let's go. Nickelback is Canadian? They're from... Uh, Look I mean, at this photograph! Alberta. They're not too far away. They live in Vancouver. Who's the greatest Canadian band of all time? Oh, These days, a band called Woolworm out of Vancouver. Absolute legends. Woolworm. Woolworm. Yep. If you were to ask your dad what the greatest Canadian. He would say rush every yes, time. Yes, yes, that's what I was looking our, for. Our generation, it should be the weaker thens. The weaker thens. Out of uh, Winnipeg. Okay. Just sad bummer rock, you know? What we really need. Was there a really popular like alternative rock band too? Our Lady Peace, Matthew Good Band. Our Lady Peace. Bare Naked Ladies. Bare Naked Ladies. Man, these Tragically are- Tragically Hip. Le- Tragically Hip, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah. But uh, Our Lady Peace. They have two very hard bangers. Uh, Superman? Yeah. Yeah. And then the, I forget. Clumsy, probably. Yeah. The, uh, the falsetto. That's where it's at. Uh, you're in a band. I am in a band. Yeah. A- you've, have you been uh, have you been doing music as long as you've illegally been working in restaurants? Yeah. Yeah. yeah about about yeah. as long. Yeah. What do you play? Uh, in this band, I play bass. I've mostly played guitar. It's a death metal band, so I'm I'm happy to be playing bass, trying just trying to keep up, barely holding on. And Jackknife has kind of got like a metal, a metal vibe. Me- we're metal we're, we're vibe the punk metal bar in the in the town. The bathrooms have like metal magazine cutouts yeah. all over them, and, and skateboard yeah. stuff. Yeah, you skate too. I did never was never a skateboarder. Uh, my partner Brad, he was a skateboarder. It's actually mostly our friends in skateboard magazines on the walls. Okay. Up. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, how did this concept come to be? Uh, I was working at a winery and uh, Brad had come in uh, to, to talk to one of his friends. And he was like, did you know any of the guys in the kitchen that would be kind of interested in like helping me figure out how to do all this interior health bullpucky kind of deal? And I was like, yeah, I've done it a bunch of times. I used to own a food truck and I've opened a bunch of restaurants and stuff before. So it was like, yeah, I'd be help, happy to help. And then uh, there their idea for they wanted to do some like uh southern barbecue or something like that and in the space there just wasn't enough space to do that kind of thing it was like my space is 13 by 13 like it's not big and i was like i could do pizza in there kind of deal like i could show you how to do pizza and then i was like well why don't i just do it kind of thing he was like yeah you take care of the pizza side yep yeah take care of pizza side at the at that time there was another partner as well joined the army he's gone you got rid of that guy though I mean, he got rid of himself, I think. Okay. Yeah. Who's like, fuck this. He's a smart guy. Now he's flying helicopters, so he, he is the smart he's guy. He's the smart guy. You got yeah. the fuck out of there. Uh, is what's, what's the pizza scene like in the town that you live in? Uh, at the time when we opened, uh, non-existent kind of deal. It's mostly chain and then a couple of places that are making chain-like pizza, but they're not a chain. Uh, and then since then, there's been another brewery like right across the street opened. And oh, really? pizza yet. 
then they're doing pizza as well. Yeah, yeah. So they're a brewery doing pizza and they're across the street from you. Yeah, they have they the most insane space. It's like 700 people. Like it's huge. So they basically put up their space and then put up two middle fingers and said, fuck you guys. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? Good luck. There's always space for everybody, I think. Yeah, no, I agree too. Uh, they got one oven and they can seat 700 people. You have no to-go game kind of deal. There's no space for it. Did that affect your business at all? It's really hard to say because we all kind of came out of COVID opening, you know what I mean, for the first time. So uh, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I wouldn't know because we just were full. Everybody was full. People were stoked to be back in restaurants. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it still full? I mean, wintertime, not as full. I mean, we do a lot of to-go pizza uh, throughout the year, uh, especially in the wintertime. And now, like last year, we renovated those bathrooms that you saw, yeah. put in a couple more. And, and so we were uh, closed for a month to do that, minus pizza. We were still doing takeout. And, and then I started uh, doing skip the dishes and shit like that. Doing what? Skip the dishes. It's a, uh, oh, probably doesn't exist down here. That checks out. <laughs> it's like Postmates. It's okay. like DoorDash. Okay, okay. Yeah. Canadian, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Uber Eats also. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you weren't doing those prior? Hadn't done, haven't even sniffed it. How do you like working with those guys? I mean, Uber is a lot better than Skip the Dishes. They uh, Their platform is nicer. The way that the back-end stuff works is nicer. Do they have uh, Yelp out there? They don't. And I don't There's like no Yelp. There's no Yelp? No, it's the worst. It probably exists, but nobody uses it. Nobody uses it in Canada or nobody uses nobody it? Nobody uses it in Canada if it exists up there. Man, do they have anything else? Like Google reviews and stuff like that. But it's not, it's not as, uh, like down here, like People I'll look up restaurants. Thing. It is insane what's going on on these things. <laughs> I can't even, like, <laughs> if, if you are reading Yelp reviews and you're, like, taking stuff seriously on there, it's bananas. And it's very fortunate that uh, Canadians, like the stereotypical goes, are just too nice to use a platform like Yelp because it's a coward yeah. platform. It's, it's not nice. I was reading, like, looking for places yesterday I was, well, while I was waiting to get tattooed and, and, like, reading stuff around there. And it's just, like, people hating. Every, everything I looked at, like, the top comments are just <laughs> People hate just everything hating. I looked like. I'm just like, holy right. cow. Donut spot. Makes the worst donuts on planet Earth. Yeah. They looked fine. Yeah. I'm sure they were. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I, I recently went and picked up food. And it was the night, the, I think the, I think it was Monday. I went and picked up food and these people were, it was like 45 minutes late. And like, you, you, cause you can look around, you can be like, okay, they got a game on. It was happy hour at this place. They're, all their seats are full and their Postmates are going off because I can see them coming in and yeah. they're waiting too. And so it's like, okay, I can see the big picture, but most people, they only see what's in the mirror, and that's themselves. They, they see only, my cheeseburger yeah, is yeah. taking 45 yeah, exactly. minutes, dude. Like, what the fuck? No chance. Not on I'm gonna, you know what? Why I wait out here in the cold, I'm going to write this fucking see this? frigid review. I got this Yelp review yeah. written up. Yeah. If this burger isn't out here in two yeah, minutes, right. you go to the kitchen. Go. You see this? You fucking see this? Your boss is going to be pissed. Yeah. I want to talk to the manager. This is taking entirely too long. Although... As a business, you know, you, you definitely got to up that Postmates time and you got to be cool with the customers. But they gave us a bottle of sake and $20 off. 
And that's how you handle that situation. Hey, that's I'll be, you want to give me a bottle of sake? I'll be 40 minutes late every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Free alcohol? Just let me know that it's going to be 40 minutes. I'll come 40 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we'll sit outside. Kid in the car is losing it. Uh, where else have you gone to eat pizza out here? Out here? So far, here. And uh, I went to Prince's Street Pizza. Prince Street Pizza? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like everywhere. They're That's just, what I've since learned. I think they just opened up one in Toronto. They did. The first Canadian. Canada got it. Yeah. They, We've made it. You. <laughs> We've got thick, uh, thick cut pepperoni in what, the house. What'd you think? It was okay. Yeah, it was pretty all right. We're giving it the okay. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't blow my socks off. Yeah. They were still on, they were but still. it was good pizza. Good, good. I can't believe how much pizza can be charged down here. It's insane. Every, but everything can also just be charged. Like I bought a bagel the other day and a bagel was $4. Just the bagel. Well, how much do you charge for your pizzas? Uh, $22 for 14 inch, usually around 15 inches. Okay. I mean, that's... And we're uh, 75 cents to your dollar. All um, right. Also, that's, I, that's a pretty decent price. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some people do get away with, with chart, like overcharging yeah. because, because they're out is. here. Especially the location. You can tell though, when somebody is just like, when that $4 bagel should definitely be priced at two bucks. Yeah. And like, the, it's a location situation. Like you go down to Venice. I mean, you're paying a Venice premium for, for sure. mediocre food yeah because of like how expensive it probably is just to be on the boardwalk that checks out where'd you have a bagel courage bagels oh real good you, it was good yeah, yeah i've been working on the bagel game so that's a montreal bagel it um mm. i mean they, you t- you, it's not really a montreal bagel but okay. well tell me what a montreal bagel is uh very very different than that it's like very dense kind of like more chewy there's this, it almost looks like a pizza dough like when I saw it on the internet, I was like, that crumb structure is pizza dough-like. Yeah. So they're high it, hydration. Yes. And so a Montreal bagel, all I know is the Montreal bagel has got a bigger hole. Yeah. And it's hand-formed yeah. usually. Uh, in New York, they'll like roll it by hand. Yeah. And so like you'll like pull out a stretch, roll it, wrap it around your hand, pinch it off kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, Montreal, you're either doing that or you're making the circle and then just like pulling it. Yeah, around kind that's of how I make bagels. Uh, then Montreal bagels, I think you're boiling in a honey solution uh, and then putting it into whatever your toppings are onto cedar planks with burlap into wood fire, flipping it over onto okay. the deck, pulling it out. <laughs> Apparently I've been making Montreal bagels my whole life. Let's go. Uh, Courage bagels, uh, $4. Somewhere in the, yeah, it's like three fifty. That's not bucks. bad. But uh, they're real good. Did they're you have to wait in bags. line? No, I went right at the crack of dawn. Oh, very nice. Yeah, there's usually a line. That's what I was told. Do you ever make bagels? Yeah, I make them almost every every week, couple times. You ever sell them at the shop? No, I'm working on that. Yeah, I've kind of I, I've wanted to find a way to make the ovens work more, kind of deal. And I don't want to be open for more hours doing pizza because you got to put like more bodies in the shop, kind of deal. Yeah. So if I uh, kind of use that time in the mornings while I'm making dough and stuff to be shaping bagels and, and then getting that all ready to go. And then just have like a window where you come and pick up pre-orders or something like that. Because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Because you got to boil them. Got to boil them. And then you got to bake them. But I mean, we're in a, a good position for that. Cause like you got the, the kettle for yeah, the brew house. Got it. It's huge. Yeah. So you, technically we could do it in a wart. So like the, once you like mill in your grain for beer, yeah. that's your wart kind of deal. Yeah. You could do it in there because that's malted grain. 
So instead of using like a malt syrup. Sounds like you should be selling bagels. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking one day a week kind of deal. Yeah. And then like, you know, that's the nice thing about like trying something one day a week is because it's like, all right, if this is really hitting, then maybe we can do other things. Yeah. Bring that out to another day. Yeah. Yeah. We do like we do square pizzas on. I was one about day. to. I was about to say, do you do squares every day? No, no, just just Sundays right now. And Tuesdays is, sometimes. Is that a different dough? It it was, and then I I was told by a, another pizza maker that was stupid, so I stopped. They were so close in hydration, it was just it it really was stupid to be uh, just making a separate dough for you know, this batch of pizzas a week. Yeah, I would say that's pretty, I mean, like if your dough is good enough to not like be this dense piece of shit, yeah. you know, definitely use it for a square. I yeah, mean, like we were, before it was, the circles were 67% and then the uh, squares were 72% and he's like, just meet it in the middle. Yeah, and 69. So, 69, it's a nice number. It's wonderful. So, you know, that's where we're at. Um, it worked and I didn't notice a difference in that, in that 3%. Nice, so, it looks great. Rise was the same. Yeah. Stretch is the same. What kind of flour are you using? Uh, it switches. In Canada, we don't have a lot of options for this kind of stuff. So you don't have options for grain? I, that's the biggest joke now, isn't it? Yeah. We have a place that uh, is like two hours north of us, and they make, uh, it's called Rogers. They make a whole bunch of flour for Canada. Uh, they have an organic product, and I used that for a long time, but it became the most inconsistent flour. It was like, in the summer months, it was like the worst it was like falling apart all the time. Uh, like you'd be like doing a window pane or something like that with like a great mix and you're like having the work. It's just tearing everywhere. Yeah. And so uh, I started introducing like another de- uh, another flower to kind of strengthen it up. And then that didn't work anymore. And so just introduced another flower and got rid of the <laughs> organic and that was better and more stable and has been since. So. And what flower is that? Uh, it's called Keynote Baker's Flour. Is it Canadian? I think it is. It okay. says it's Canadian on the bag, but that doesn't mean anything these days. Yeah, I know. Cause like, who knows? A like grain could be coming from Ukraine. It was packaged in Canada. Do they have like all Trump's General Mills or like King Arthur out there? No like- King Arthur. I looked into that. Uh, Karen Mills. That's down here also. Oh, Karen Springs. is Karen Springs. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's not too far that's, away. It's right across the border. Yeah. Doesn't exist in Canada that I could find. Interesting. Um, it's tough. It's like grande. Like we don't have grande. We didn't have Ezo when I opened. Is it, is it Ezo or is it Ezo? That's a very good question. Because it's E-Z-Z-O. Yeah. Or is it Zed? Canada. I don't, well, you're the second person to be, to say Ezo. And I was like, am I saying this shit wrong? I watched a video with a guy from the company and he said Ezo. Okay. So it's definitely Ezo. But then I saw a video with another person from that company and they said, Etzo. And I was like, Iso. I guess that sounds a little more Italian. Whatever we can put this on. Yeah. That's what that is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you, is that the pepperoni you use? No, no. I stopped using that one. I use uh, Rosa Grande. Okay. Some Hormel. Yeah. Is there more consistent supply? Really? Yeah. Dude, Grande, do they just not offer it in Canada? Not that I've found yet. Yo, Grande. Get your shit right. It's so nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's what we use here. I use Saputo. Saputo? It, yeah, it's like, it is Canada. Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't. That's Canadian yeah. cheese? Yeah, it's from Montreal. Okay. Yeah. Like, eat in the kitchen like you're in the mafia type eat stuff. Okay. They're still hard. They're yeah. hard as fuck? Yeah. The, there was a lot of rumors that Grande was just the front really? for the mafia. That's what I want. That's what I want out of my cheese. They just happen to make blood. the best cheese. I want blood. Not from the animals, yeah. but from 
people being murdered. Yeah. Any of the above. Yeah. I'll take it. I, I want it to be I'll above board it. on all, you know? I'll if you're going to hurt the animals, you also got to hurt the people. You know, that seems fair. Not only to me. Ying and yang. Um, all right, so we're using Saputo and Rosa Grande. Is it hard to get ingredients? Like, say you're listening to this podcast and everybody's, like, saying what stuff they use. A lot of the time, like, you know, like, everybody uses Grande. Yeah. Like, I should probably get this. Yeah. And so, like, went down to Seattle, got some Grande, brought it up, like, tried it. It's the best. Yeah. Is it so much more that I should find a place and like go across the border and, and bring it up myself. Just a fucking illegal cheese trade. That'd be sick. But no, it's not, it's not so much better that I can't just get by with the cheese that we use. As a consumer, I don't think that like, if you did a cutting with them, they yeah. wouldn't really know. I mean, yeah. I've done it so many times with team, like people on my teams and employees. And like, it's just been really interesting seeing like what they pick yeah. and, and how that goes and how those cuttings go that it's like, you know, I used to, I talked some shit on Baccio because just like it, it, like to say there's a kiss of buffalo milk. I just like the marketing and like the Is cheese. Two percent. It's that's like uh, they don't tell you. They just say a kiss. So it could be point five percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know that it's got sunny, essence of sunny D. There is no fucking juice. There in was there. a buffalo in the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. And that buffalo's dead, and it's just a head. Yeah, it's exactly. It's on the wall. But I, but I mean, like I've had Baccio cheese now, and like. You know, it's it is what it is. Like I've had really cheap cheese and not known. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. like you, the grande melt in comparison. That's to me. That's what the big thing is. Like you can see the melt of the cheese, yeah. like the butter fat or the oil. It doesn't burn. Like, no, for a long time. No, no, it takes a lot. And uh, you know, I think the other thing is I have like this guy Tony who comes in and busts my balls, and he's always saying how how salty the cheese is. But a lot of people who complain about salt. To me, they're just people that don't like flavor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they've never smoked and they're just like, oh, Woo. they've never smoked weed. Or just smoked in general. Yeah. So I haven't just taken a layer off of those taste buds. Oh, Everything's man. fresh. Is, maybe that's it. That, was that why I love salt so much? Because I smoked for 15 could be, years? Could be. So, I always find things really salty because I've never done any of that stuff. Damn. So Even, I got I to gotta get it to it when it's really salty. And I'm like, this will be when people like it. Okay. Man, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe I smoked all the taste buds off because for good when we opened, yeah, like no, not smoking weed. Oh. I was fucking just pounding cigarettes. Some, I mean, opening a restaurant, I'll do that to you. Well, I I quit years ago, uh, but it, when I delivered pizzas, dude, nothing better. I deliver that pizza and I would just fucking smoke in all the way back to victory the darts. Yeah, yeah, darts. dude, just. Just fucking getting ready for that bottle of Jameson at the end of the shift. Let's go. You're straight edge, so you don't. You've yeah. never. Have you ever had a hangover? No, I've never done any of it. I don't do fun. Oh man, you know what? Alcohol gets less and less fun the older you get, and it starts looking pretty, pretty gnarly on people when yeah. you get into your late thirties. It's dry like, January and sober October are huge months now. Uh, it's not for a brewery. You, are, are you part of like the beer programmer at all or is it like nope. the kitchen you just we, we like stay in our own lanes yeah. kind of deal he does what he wants to do kind of like develops the programs that he wants to run and that kind of stuff and then i do the same on pizza and like how does that how's the split work just 50 50 of like of each thing yeah everybody it's all just one pile yeah one pot did you have to invest into this situation uh yeah yep. yeah yeah 
in the start. Was that so a hard injection? Was that a hard decision? No, no. I've I'm like a like would invest in other people's businesses all the time, and just nobody ever asks me, and they ask, so it's like yeah, for sure. Was also, it, I can run it, so. And you had a, you'd had a food truck before? Food truck before, yeah. I had my first business when I was like 12, 13. Doing what? Uh, studded belts and bracelets. Studded belts and bracelets. Yeah, young punker. Studleys. I won the uh, Young Entrepreneurship Award from the city of Kelowna. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was pretty sick. So what was the food truck? Food truck was called Mustard Tiger. Mustard Tiger? Yeah. Like it's that. from uh, Trailer Park Boys. I w which I was going to ask you about. I was like, do you watch Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, yeah. it's from that. Uh, it was either that or the Baloney Tugboat, which is also from Trailer Park Boys. Wow. And uh, we, it was kind of like uh, Roy Choi. That's the guy's name. Uh -huh. the guy, he had the, what is it, Koji? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were kind of like, that was sick. Like, we should do something like that and did that, but Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah, so like lemongrass tacos. And what happened with that idea? Uh, we had a trailer, and then we got uh, busy like grew the business over like five, six years and needed to expand. And uh, somebody I worked with at the time offered to buy the trailer off of us. And I was like, hell yeah, sold the trailer, couldn't find a food truck because the boom happened kind of deal. Yeah. Everybody in there and their grandma wanted to open a food truck because they're the best cooks. Yes. So we couldn't find one that was like reasonable price. Like we could find one, you know, pay 150 grand for a, a food truck, which is not, not in my interest. So you gave up on the food truck dream. Yeah, we just got real jobs. I went and worked for a winery doing uh, fancier food, and he went and became a uh, pipe fitter. Um, tell me about the dungeon. The dungeon. It's, uh, it looks like your uncle's basement, and uh, we put on metal shows, and it has heavy metal comic books all over the walls. And this is in the brewery? This is, it, the brewery is the dungeon. It's oh, on okay. the main floor. Yeah, the entire thing is the dungeon. Do you guys have shows there every week? Uh, we try not to have them on Fridays and Saturdays because obviously those are big pizza nights. Yeah. And, uh, in order to have a show, we have to close pizza. Really? Yeah. All the power and stuff goes straight into the kitchen. So, uh, and it's 13 by 13 with three or four people in there all the time. So is that how big is, the, is that your staff? Three to four people? Yep. Um, and you guys are open seven days a week. Uh, currently we are, uh, we are open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all but Monday, Tuesdays. Okay. Just because this month I'm gone every, almost every Tuesday. Is the, is the brewery open? Yep. Yeah, every, they, seven days a week? Uh, nope. Okay, so they're, they're closed also closed. Yeah. I think that's pretty normal. We got to do uh, food with beer. You have to? Yeah. That's part of our liquor licenses. We're a, a manufacturing site. Like we could Can serve you, beer you, without food, but it has to be like taster size. So it's like, I think it's less than six ounces, which like nobody wants to do that. So. No. And you, you guys sell beer to go to? We do, yeah. We just started uh, the Crip series. You might have saw that on the Instagram. Did, yeah. yeah. Some new labels. And it's more stuff that's all barrel aged and like, you know, finite. So it'll be one single run of that kind of beer that's from that barrel series. And Does your menu change at all or do you keep it pretty consistent? We run four of the same pizzas all the time and then two features. One vegetarian, one uh, meat every so week. So there's just four pizzas on the... The yeah, there's like pizzas on like online menus that are like, I can only fit six on our, our wall menu. Yeah. So I just have six in-house, but online there's like, you know, nine or 10. You're not worried about, or you're not having to worry about anything other than pizza? That's it. I make tiramisu. You yeah. make, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's pretty all right. Yeah. So just a dessert and pizza. Yeah. 
I think that's the way to go. Kiss. Keep it simple. Yeah. Again, man, I keep hearing that. I literally, I tried to, I think I explained this terribly on the last pod, but I had, I printed out a picture of Kiss. I saw that in the back. Yeah. 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 That's to, what that was to, for? Yes. To, to remind myself to keep it simple. Yeah. But I think printing that out, I did the exact opposite. I got in a costume. I put on makeup. You were I like, love gun. On. Let's go. Yeah. I was like, let's yeah. do the opposite of keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. And fucking be Kiss. I mean, love gone. Yeah, I mean, you can make even like that kiss. Keep it simple. Like you can, you can fuck yourself up in that too. I mean, I, yeah, you can take anything as far as you really want to. Well, I know, but that would be the opposite of keeping it simple. Yeah, you know, it's like pizza. If you got six items on your menu, that's as simple. But you can make those. Yeah, you're right. you can fuck those up for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your top selling pizza? Pepperoni. Yeah. 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 And then if we have pineapple on a pizza, that one. Interesting. Yeah, the internet is lying. Well, you know that the Hawaiian pizza was created in Canada. Regina. Maybe Saskatoon. By a Greek man. That's right. Yeah. That is Greek right. Greek pizza is huge in Saskatchewan. Uh, how old are you? I'm 36. Oh, okay. Maybe. 1987. Nice. So we're coming up in 37. Late 30s are trickling in. How's your back? How's, your, how's, it, how's, uh, how's back that going? Lifting was, the flowers. Was worse. Yeah. Uh, this year I, I lost a bunch of weight, so we're, we're, we're feeling good. Living better now. Ozempic? No, I wish that sounds so much <laughs> sicker. <laughs> how'd you, how'd you, why, why'd you lose weight? Uh, just it, better to keep up with the boy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Easier to live. Yeah. But you, did you like diet or something? It's hard. Yes, eating in a cal- pizzeria. Eating it's pizza. It's hard not to fucking just shred carbs. Yeah. All, all day. day. I say every time I come in here, I say I'm not gonna, I I won't eat a garlic knot, and I fuck up. I, I they come out of the oven, and I eat like at least four of them, and I'm like, I just ate a full fucking order of garlic knots, <laughs> and it's like not even nine thirty. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta. But yeah, I just ran a deficit, calorie deficit. You just you just cut some calories out. Just cut calories out. It's a numbers game. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, a couple months ago, went to the gym, lift up some big stuff. Are you, Put it back are you lifting? You doing cold plunges it's, and shit, brother? I used to do a lot of cold plunges. I used to like competitively mountain bike. So seriously, yeah, did did a lot of cold plunging to keep the uh, the muscles from inflammation. Are you at the pizzeria when you're in town? Are you there seven days a week? Yeah, these are the first days off in five years. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Do you? So this, that's ha- part of the goal this year is to have a better life work balance. Did that change when you had your son? Yeah, I uh, started working uh, less crazy hours. The first year that we were open, I did it entirely by myself. Did every service by myself, did all the dough by myself. Just put a cap, just like 125 pizzas a day. Once we were sold out, we were sold out. Do you still do that? No. No. Now it's, uh, you don't have the floodgates are wide open. (laughs) Keep those orders coming. Some people still run their business model where it's like, I'm I'm gonna make this amount of dough and if we sell out, we sell out. It's good for business. Yeah. You know, it's you, hard for your employees though. Yeah, I agree. And then I, I don't, I've, I, I'm, I think I'm pretty old school. Like when I, when I came up in the pizza game, it was like, dude, you, if you sold out, you were underprepared. hundred percent. You know what I mean? So like, but what I've noticed it, it like, it does do something for the brand though. I feel like when people are like, oh, we sold out, like, you know, like, oh, we got to order. Yeah. Like, we got to get there soon. 
all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The scarcity, but um, so maybe I did uh, accidentally do that in the first year. And it creates that want, yeah. that need. But it, it was mostly just like 125 pizzas by yourself is a lot of That's work. a fucking, that's yeah. a shit ton of pizza. Your shoulders are hurting by the end of the day. Yeah, you get carpal tunnel from fucking shelling. Yeah. Is it hard taking these days off? Do you feel like you need to be at work? Is your brain still there? Yeah, is it yeah. hard to enjoy Yeah, looking your time into off? the emails constantly and that kind of stuff. Trying not to pester the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Do you got a team you trust? Yeah, I, I've worked with all of them for many years, kind of deal. They all worked with me at a winery prior to this. Okay, so you like took that whole family over here? Yeah, like opened it up and then was by myself for a year. And then was this one of the dudes came through the restaurant one day and was just like, yo, I didn't know this existed, kind of deal. And I was like, well, you're starting to work here like next week. So saddle up, bud. You're hired. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So are they all your friends too? They're younger. They're all like uh, in their earlier 20s, but they are sick. They are the boys. They're the boys. Yeah. They're all real tall. They're all over 6'2". Damn, you got a fucking yeah. basketball team over there. They can uh, see in that top oven like you wouldn't believe. That's beautiful because yeah. sometimes it's, it's hard tough. to get yeah, in that yeah. top deck. If you have a small person. Just tippy like, toes over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. I mean, like that's it's very tough like building a team. Have you have you had trouble with employment or they've just been nope. the same dudes since it's, day uh, one? Hired the one the first year, hired the second, the second year, third, the third year. And then in the, in the time, like other than that, there's some college kids that filled in. What's the, what's the hours of operation? Weekdays is four to nine weekends, 12 to nine kind of deal. Okay. So you do do a lunch on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Like on Sunday when we do squares, like usually we're popping off right at noon. Yeah. They they go pretty quick. Yeah. How many squares do you do? Uh, between 60 and 70. 60 and 70? Yeah. Is that how many Lloyd pans you have? Nah, so Lloyd pans in Canada are, are insanely expensive. They're also insanely expensive down here. Well, yeah, I was going to say, but dude, you're not that far. You could just drive down to Spokane. It's true, but uh, I just use Chicago Baking Metallic. Okay. They're fine enough. We only use them one day a week, so it's like the wear and tear isn't that huge. Yeah. And that's what you use for the square. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to tell from the pictures. It's yeah. just like Lloyd's are just so... So nice. nice. Yeah, I cooked so on one once expensive. by accident. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do yeah, it. It's because then I know. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't know, it's fine. Isn't that nice? Just not knowing is better sometimes. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, that's truly, yeah. Truly. Like a I don't know how statement. shitty my ovens are until I cook on other ovens and I'm like, don't oh. do it. Yeah, I know. Then so I bought new ones, yeah. Uh but they're in storage. They're in storage, yeah. I gotta figure out how to get them inside the building. Kind of deal. There's some Marsal ovens. Oh, nice. And is it, what, is it just a moving issue? They're very big and our space is very small. So it's a, I'll have to like rearrange the kitchen layout kind of deal. Get some custom tables built, all that kind of jazz. How'd you get them in storage? Uh, We have a forklift. So it was easy. You got a forklift? Yeah, but except we have walls now in the kitchen. Tear them down, right? Holy shit, yeah. Break them down. Who's that, your beautiful prime minister? Oh, Justin Trudeau. Oh my God, what a beautiful man. He's got the best hair in the game. He's a good looking fellow, but he's talking about, he's always talking about building the wall. He can build whatever he wants. Keep the Americans out. No, bring them on up. Uh, We need more people up there. Yeah? Canada has no people. We have less people than California in our entire country. Well, a lot of it is like Tundra Town up there from Zootopia. I mean, but like California is like the same size as the province that I live in. And like our province isn't that cold. 
you you do not want people from here up there. Some of them. Some Some of them them. are great. Vancouver, BC is one of the most beautiful cities. I, we would go up there all the time just to hang out and you can drink when you were younger. Uh, one of the best cities I've ever been into in the world. It's, it's so it's huge. Yeah. And then Montreal is... I've never been... Oh, my God. That's like That might be one of the best cities I've ever been to. It was like the hospitality, the food. Like I'd never felt... like I'd been to Europe before, and I was like, yeah. this is the closest you're going to get to Europe. Europe light. That's yeah, what it is. It was, yeah. it was exceptional. Europe with Jewish deli. And everyone's speaking French, and I, and I unfortunately brought up a separatist conversation to somebody that I shouldn't have because I had the Googled the situation. Yeah, yeah, I was like... Oh, sorry, dude. I I don't know what I'm talking about. I was, I don't. I learned it in school. Don't even know. Yeah, it's a, a bit of a silly idea. Is your building on? I don't know how they do it over there. Is there Indian reservations? Yeah, like the yep. kind of how they've done no, it in the United in Kelowna, States. Like all the, fucked up. Our like downtown. There's like a no treaty land kind of deal. It's all treaty land, but like no reservations. So on the west side of the lake, there's a reservation there. Okay. Well, I just said that, like it said on the website, like this has been built on a treaty. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, like a land acknowledgement. Okay. Yeah. Like that was their, their home turf forever. Well, that's a cool thing to acknowledge. Yeah. Before the colonialists came along. The colonizers. Yeah. We took it all. Yeah. Well, apparently nobody wants to come up there. I, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, we're a summer town. We're, we're hot in the summer, like 40 degrees Celsius, which is like 110 Fahrenheit. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Wintertime, also bad though. Yeah. It's like minus 20 centigrade right now, which is like a minus down here. I don't know how that shit works. Fahrenheit, weird. Cold. Yeah, it's, it's very cold. Cold. Yeah. People will still leave their house when it's that cold out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to be built for this. Yeah, I don't think anyone's built for that. No, no. You, maybe you so. were back in the day, but now everyone's a bunch of pussies. Maybe the people in the Yukon, you know? Yeah. None of it, all that kind of stuff. Uh, how far away are you from BC? From like like Alaska and stuff like that? No, Like sorry. we're in BC. Not, you're not BC, sorry, Vancouver. Vancouver's four hours. Okay. Yeah. And how, are what state are you under? Are uh, you under Washington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Directly south is like Omak, Washington. My kid's sick. Bomber. Yeah. Same. Mine had really like bronchitis or something. This whole trip? This whole trip. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like he's, uh, before we came down, he had bronchitis and was like on meds for it. And then like since then has just had like cough that exists is forever. He, is it like barky? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's terrible that uh, they are sick. Yeah. You can't win them all, you know? Uh, Back at you. You ever had croup? No. No. You know what that is? I do know what that is. I've heard horror stories. That was the most terrifying thing I've ever, ever had happen to us as of right now with a kid yeah because you wake up and they can't fucking breathe and they're just fucking coughing, coughing. and it sounds like they're throwing yeah up. yeah and it's like are we going to the er it's three in the morning like what are we that doing sounds expensive yeah and it sounds terrible could you make it to morning yeah you know what happened though i think like we put on frozen and he was just like oh i'm good yeah let it go so that's what it was yeah, and that's go. exactly what i said i was like the cold doesn't bother me anyway. Yeah, straight. Mine would probably lose it and say he wants to see Blaze. Or and the Monster Machines? Yeah, yeah. Let's Blaze. I like Blaze. Yeah. He's always doing like cool math stuff. He's good at math. Yeah. The boy's good at counting. Yeah. I blame Blaze. All right, let's get back to pizza if we can. Uh, or start the pod. That's my thing. Either one works yeah. for me. Is the podcast started yet? It could be. 
what what has been a, a, like a huge failure in your career that you could share that maybe has uh, has has taught you many lessons? Lack of focus, probably. Just always uh, like working in a job that you like is going nowhere and you know it's not going anywhere kind of deal and uh and working for other people that was a mistake working for other people yeah we're like as a youngster starting a business at like you know 12 13 i was on the path yeah i knew it yeah and then starting a food truck i worked a regular job at the same time as the food truck the entire time so like would work food truck service wake up you know hit the grocery stores hit the food truck after the food truck go straight to a job work till midnight one rinse and repeat seven days a week so yeah. like should have just done the food truck yeah well do you think the food truck would have been more successful if you had given like your your whole no but i just didn't need it? to work yeah you know like well it's just something so much... in you yeah i I'm, I'm known for working lots and uh all the time kind of deal so then does that become a personality trait that like it, it, that's yeah. you and you have to be doing that to be feeling whole? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 And you know, like I don't drink or anything like that, but I work. Yeah. That would be my problem. But you said, it sounds like you're getting better at that. I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah. It is like, it's just like those things. It's like, you have to work on it. Yeah. Otherwise, like we'll be sitting at home and I'll be like looking up like ways of making dough or sh shit like that, you know, just like stupid stuff. It doesn't really matter. How often do you change your dough recipe? Uh, pretty often. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always tweaking, always doing stuff, always. adding stuff, taking stuff away, seeing what changes, what doesn't, whether it like, cause your dough is also like affected by how you bake. So like if, uh, like our new ovens, when they come in, like our dough is going to change mm -hmm. to be for those ovens. I imagine like the extreme weather changes is fucked too. It is hard. Yeah. You got to do a desired dough temperature for everything. Yeah. And be hitting it. Like I still hit like in winter time, I'm still hitting it with ice to get a good mix. Really? Yeah. The friction factor must be a little high. Yeah. It's around, I think it's around 10 degrees. Okay. Mix. So that's quite a bit. What kind of mixer do you have? Uh, Euro dib. Okay. It's the only single phase that I could find for a spiral mixer. Yes. Did you use a planetary before? Yeah. Yeah. We had a globe mixer before. And then, uh, that's a nice mixer. It's pretty good. Yeah. I had one at uh, the winery that I was working at previously. So like I've everywhere I've worked has always had pizza, but this would be the first place that's like, it's sole focus is pizza. Did you take a lot of, from that first job or like, I mean, were we talking YouTube or like, oh, I like that first job. Like I worked there 10 years. Like I oh, worked shit. in okay. their like test kitchen. I opened a lot of their new restaurants, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. That was a great job, but it was wood fire. It was wood fire pizza. Yeah. Now they don't do wood fire pizza in any other restaurant. It's all deck. It's all deck. Yeah. They have those like Doyon air jets or whatever. Okay. But, uh, yeah, originally like it was, it was nuts. Like you're cooking like ribs and stuff in the same forno that you're cooking pizza, like just chaos. They must be doing something right. If they chained it up. They, yeah. But as like the part of the chaining up was getting rid of that. Yeah. That process, like yeah. that romantic, <laughs> that romantic, like wood fire and probably a pain in the ass to, to train. Yeah. I mean, like, it's funny. Cause like now that I've trained other people, like, and, and younger people on fornos and like wineries and stuff, I'm like, man, how did I just like fall into this at like 13 years old and was able to do it? Like, this is intense. Like having to keep a fire up to, to, to temperature, keeping up on wood stocks, like all that kind of shit. 
It is. I mean, it's I've only work. I've only most of the time I've only, I've worked with people who who tend the oven the whole time. Mm. I just like recently my sister got a wood fire burning oven at her house. And yeah. it's like I had to do, to cook for people and like it's a lot of work. And like you can turn around and all the fucking all of a sudden your embers. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's it's gone. And you're like sick can't that's bake. Lot, that's a lot for a 13-year-old to be done. Yeah. All of a sudden you got no oven spring. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. Or even just like knowing to like lift pizzas up to the top to get yeah the bottom heat yeah yeah all that kind of stuff it's definitely like it's like a twelve string guitar you know too many strings yeah yeah too many strings but if you know how to play that motherfucker she's pretty yeah and it's you're gonna be doing some cool stuff yeah I mean so like it's funny because like they wouldn't have been the nine hundred degrees back then they would because they're cooking ribs and stuff yeah. in there so it's like you would have been cooking around six seven hundred degrees. So like the pizzas were getting like crispy and, and rad. Yeah. So I like that. I am not the biggest fan of Neapolitan pizza. Nor am I. I just, uh, it, the, like the one that I love the most is from this guy named Lucky Nicks. And it's like one of the only ones that I've like truly enjoyed. One yeah. of the best pizzas I've ever had. But it's like, usually it's, it's so delicate and you have to eat it like right out of the, like yeah. right out of the oven to get some kind of crunch. But it's like, it's just so soft. Soft, wet, floppy. Yeah. yeah. Canada loves that pizza. I think ev- I think they're I think a lot of people do. I think it like it had like a really crazy craze. Yeah. Like it like fucking blew up. And here. we're 10 years behind you, so yeah. Like people are like, we'll leave on our like uh Google reviews and stuff, like, oh, the best wood fired pizza. And I'm like, y'all picked up the pizza looking at the ovens. They were not wood fired. I know, but it sounds so nice. It does you sound know, nice. Wood fire was, yeah. they're really artisan bakers. There. Yeah, exactly. Or they cook like, with flames. Like a Facebook rant and raves, there'll be like people like looking for the best, like authentic Italian pizza. And it's like, yeah, Jackknife is not authentic Italian pizza. They don't cook with wood. It's like, okay. But Damn, now you that, gotta that's fucking what is, cook with wood? Yeah, that's the line in the sand, I guess. I'm like, I'm not trying to be uh, authentic Italian pizza, but. It's the way she goes. People like the story. I just like circle pizza. They want that. Uh, I got to start lying to people. People come in here and they say, oh, man, this pizza was great. Oh, man. Like, where are you from? You from uh, from New York? You from, uh, are you Italian? I should just say yes. Every time. And just be like, yeah, I'm from the Bronx. My grandfather immigrated from Sicily. Like, just start telling the story because then they they go home and they tell their friends, I found this awesome, authentic spot. He's from Brooklyn. He's from the Bronx. Or Brooklyn, or Queens, or whatever. Yeah. He's from the thirty-six. He knows what he's doing. Shaolin. Yeah, they know that what guy they're doing. Knows there. what he's doing. Yeah. Instead, I'm like, oh no, I grew up in Seattle, and they're like, okay, bye. How's the chowder? <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to know about Seattle. Yeah, Ivers is great. Yeah, I also was a vegetarian vegan for a lot of years. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't, don't take this the wrong way, but I feel like metalheads can kind of be elitists. Yeah. And like, so can vegans. And yeah, yeah. so like, it kind of like, perfect. it's yeah, like, yeah. it's, and so can punk rockers. Like they're made for you each s- other. You say you're like super open and fucking awesome, but like, yeah. really like you hate everyone. As soon as you're not, yeah. you're not, <laughs> Yeah, you're, like, you're not you. one of us anymore, yeah. brother. You're done. Yeah. You were, you cool. cut your hair off. I just did. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I, nobody in, in the town has seen it. I shaved. Oh, you you for, did that today? Well, it's for, I mean, the head trip. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What are people going to say? It was, it was down to the chest. Right before we Holy came down shit. here. Yeah, she's fresh. Well, I feel like you like cut the hair off, but then you come back with the skull tattoo and they're going to be like, respect. Yeah, that was everybody like anytime. Like, when are you going to cut your hair? It's like, well, when you get head tattoos, then you cut your hair. That's a good thing. Hey, 
I'll cut my hair when when the skull tat yeah, when, is ready to go. When we're ready for the punishment, the if, headache. If you guys are listening and not watching, you got a skull tat. I got a back of the it's head tattoo yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday night, yeah. It, ouch, ouch, ouch is right. That's top three. What's number one? Armpit is horrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, tramp stamp, as it's uh, called, and uh, we lower don't butt say cheek. That. We don't say that anymore. That is a lower back tat. That's LBT. That's lower the, back. That's tat. the LBT. Yeah. Uh, and the under butt cheek. Under the butt cheek. Yeah. Hmm. But those are all part of the same tattoo. Did you do so. a rib tattoo? I have rib panels. Yeah. It didn't hurt that bad. That's pretty bad, but. Uh, those ones stomach? are just, yeah. Stomach was most painful for me. I'm getting more stomach tattoo next week, next Tuesday. Man, tattoos are expensive. They are expensive. Uh, they hurt a lot. Yeah. I don't know why anybody's saying they don't. They all suck. No, I think the reason you do it is, uh, is part of that pain, though. Yeah. The, for the longest time when I started getting tattoos, I was getting, I had no days off, like no days off. And I got started getting tatted late, late in life. Yeah. I was a late in lifer. Uh, I wish it, I was. It was, <laughs> yeah, dude. If I started getting tats in my twenties, I'd have some fucking weird shit. Yeah, uh, because the ones in my thirties are pretty weird. But, Perfect. Uh, it it was like the only time that I had to myself, and like I I have fallen asleep on multiple tattoo tables because it you you kind of like you get into that meditative state, yeah. at least for me, when like after the, the first five minutes, you hear the humming of the gun, like you smell the antiseptics and like, yeah. That and green like soap. To, yeah, to, yeah. yeah, and I love that smell. And then to me, it's just like, I can, I feel like I can relax. Yeah, like a thigh tattoo or a calf tattoo or an arm tattoo. Yeah. Not the worst. Yeah. Part maybe, of your back, maybe shoulders. A, yeah, maybe a skull though is a little different. Oh, it is so zesty the entire time. Zesty, I yeah. like that. He's like, there is no reprieve in this tattoo kind of thing. Did you search out for like who you wanted to do that yeah, year? Yeah. Yeah. His name's Mark Nava. Where'd you get it done? Uh, Costa Mesa at Port City Tattoo. Nice. So you went to the OC. Shout out. What's the shot? Port City Tattoo. Port City? Mark Nava. There it is. The boy. Uh, uh, Very friendly. All right. Last question. Yeah. We talked about the greatest band. Oh, okay. In Canada. Yeah. Woolworm. Weaker thans. But... Who is the greatest band of all time? I mean, that's it's ever changing, right? Yes. Like, uh, I got a Cure shirt on. Careful. Big band. But my Spotify Wrapped will tell you that Soft Kill is my favorite band and has been for six years straight. Soft Kill. Soft Kill. Okay. Uh, formerly of Portland, Oregon, now Chicago. But they moved. They moved. They yeah. got the fuck out of there. They got out of there. But uh, great band. Their uh, catalog very diverse. And they're always putting out new stuff. They have, like, they, I don't know how they write so much music. It's insane. Well, how many albums they got? Uh, albums, like proper albums. I think it's like five. Okay. But they also put out, like, demo records. They put out, uh, like, EPs, splits, nonstop, constantly, several times a year. Awesome. Yeah. Soft, Soft kill. kill. Great record. Great band. Uh, great name. It is a great Just a little name. Soft yeah. Kill. Yeah, they would be part of that like cure type vibes too. Really? Yeah. Okay, I've not listened to them. I will listen to them while I open up the shop when you leave. Yeah. What is your uh, current go to? Because yours, you guys it are always talking all about all the that. time. Yeah, exactly. I like your. What answer. is Spotify Rap saying? Well, Spotify Rap said that "Life Is a Highway" by Rascal Flatts was my most listened to song last year, that's which is true because that song one fucking slaps, and two, my son loves cars. Yeah, and that song bangs. It does bang. Cars on the road. 
underrated show. Yes, that's yeah. all of those episodes. They're slapping. Yeah, yeah, and then we get into the Mater ones. Matador, come on, dude. Mater on the moon, the best. The wrestling one, my yeah. favorite. Oh my goodness. Uh, but who would I say? Uh, oh, dude, I've been I, I've just been listening to a shit ton of uh, a shit ton of Taylor Swift. Let's go. I celebrate her entire collection. We connected. We connected on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, greatest. She She's definitely one of the greatest. Songbird of a generation. Yes. I mean, I just keep finding albums and I didn't know her collection goes as deep as it does. And I was it's like I, 10 records now, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. And the fact that she like, I just think she, the, the fact she re-recorded all of her music to say like, Biggest fuck you, flex. Scooter Braun. I mean, like that was incredible and uh she genuinely seems like uh like she cares and she's a good person and, yeah uh don't ask not that you have to be you do, do definitely do not have to be a good person to be no uh a hard-working individual but she i have been blown away i've listened to i listened to anti-hero probably like 400 times to help me announce that we were adding meat to the menu yeah i don't know it was like this song's gonna get me through I like this. Yeah. So banging track. She knows what she's doing. And the pepperoni pizza was fantastic. Oh, you had it. I had it. Yeah. Wonderful. That's the Ezo. We we ran the gauntlet. You know, we got a whole What'd bunch of slices. We got the vegan square. Okay. Got the tomato pie, cheese square. The boy loved it. Oh, good. Pepperoni. Got uh, uh, the salsa verde. Is it or the verde? Yeah, the ground one. one. Yeah, that was great. Good. Yeah, they're all all bopping. I'm glad it didn't disappoint. I mean, never disappointed by pizza. <sighs> That's just trick. trying to figure out what you're doing. Just people. Yeah. Pizza never disappoints. People do. That is the truth. That should be a t-shirt. Uh, might be. Watch uh, The Dungeon. <laughs> All right, where do we go to get in, uh, in contact with you? Uh, Jackknife Brewing on Instagram. Just go straight to the gram. Go to the gram or uh, jackknife.beer. Okay. Yeah. Dude, That's thanks. the website. Thank you for stopping by on your time in town. Thanks for having me.